Hi, this is Jalen for Dobbs, where tire buying is easy. At GoToDobbs.com, shop brands, sizes, pricing, and our amazing deals. With 40-plus locations, get same-day install. For tires, it's Dobbs. For deals you can use, click on GoToDobbs.com now. The Blues have not won a game in regulation in their last five, so they need to get back on the beam tonight in L.A. It's an 8 o'clock pregame, 9 o'clock faceoff here on 101 ESPN. And the voice of the Blues, as you hear here on 101 ESPN, is Chris Kerber joins us on the Brown and Crouppen Celebrity Line. Morning, sir. How you doing? Randy, I'm doing good. How are you? Doing well. I thought the line from... Uh, Craig Bruby was interesting the other night, and it's a line that we hear in hockey a lot, that not everybody is pulling the rope in the same direction. Is that something that, uh, as you and Joey are broadcasting the games that, that you're witnessing, do you think that, especially with all the injuries, that is a, a major issue for the Blues? Yeah, we ended up, uh, we actually said something very similar in our post-game show uh, along those lines. It, they're just... They've got a, they've hit a point here where, you know, some guys are playing well, and then another guy hits hits a rut, and and it's been a bit of a snag here because with the injuries that they've had, you, you can't really have some you have some players go into into some slumps and some ruts without it really being uh, noticeable, and and that's what's happened. I mean, I think I think Tory Krug had a, had a really tough couple of games against the the Vegas Golden Knights, and. Uh, you know, and and that's a tough spot for him to be in right now. And they just—you're so thin on so many areas that you just can't—you uh, struggle with that a little bit. So I, you understand what he's saying when he like you need everybody kind of going. And when he was talking about losing wall battles and things like that, it, it's Craig Berube just putting it simply, saying, "Man, you know, like we need we need guys to just stop making mistakes." And we made. The mistakes that we made against the Vegas Golden Knights are ones that end up in the back of your net. You make those same mistakes tonight against the LA Kings or the Anaheim Ducks, and it may not end up in the back of your net. And so I I think this weekend was the Blues kind of coming back around to having to play a really good hockey team, I guess. Curbs, all the guys that are out with injuries, the Blues miss in various ways. But one guy who we hope to see relatively soon is Tyler Bozak. And listening to Oscar Sundquist talk about Tyler Bozak and the way that he is such a leader for this team on and off the ice, I, I think that his impact, might we might be seeing the loss of him on the ice and feeling the impact of that loss a little bit right now. Yeah, well, you are, and because that depth at center, he played the wing. It sometimes would, depending if uh, Robert Thomas was at center, Michelle. And, you know, Tyler Bozak was one of those guys that, you know, the Blues signed him. You win the cup his first year with the team. This is the last year of his three-year contract. But when you talk to guys in the room, they just they talk about his presence and what he meant to this team. Like, and somebody say, hey, you know, you don't hear from him very often. He's not the one kind of out in front of the media, or he's not, but. He goes, he is a huge part of this room. And, and to, at one point, I had a player tell me that, and I looked and I said, really? And they go, oh, yeah, I mean, without a doubt. So there's, it's the role that each guy plays, and there's no doubt that they're missing him. But the, the reality of it is, is especially in the last probably two weeks, the injuries have caught up with the team so much that you're seeing the impact with the lack of five-on-five scoring, the lack of five-on-five consistency. And for the Blues, 
the first 10 games of the year, they were plus 13 five-on-five. It was actually kind of a crazy number, right? And then since then, they're actually like minus 15. So it, the, where we're seeing the real impact is just the consistency of the play five-on-five. It's the Bozaks, it's the Thomases, it's the Schwartzes, it's the Pareko's that helped you win a few little battles that just kept things going five-on-five at even strength. And that's where they've been losing some of those battles lately. Curbs, I did not expect number 91 to pop off my TV screen right when he came back. I thought it because essentially it's been a year and a half for Vladdy since he played. I, I think he's been really impressive. He's shown up a lot here in his first few games back. Yeah, he's been really good. And you know what? It's the attitude. He was so excited to get back. And that, that's, that's the big part here is he, won, he was in fantastic shape. So the lower body that, you know, is not injured, he was able to keep that going. Uh, what I'm told from the coaches is the strength that he came back with, uh, the smiles, the attitude, uh, and, and you could just see it. He was so thrilled to be back out on that ice and playing again. And you're right, because it has been that long. There was the small, you know, small glimpse of five games, including one of the exhibition games in the bubble, before he was injured again and realized he couldn't do it. But my goodness, just to have him back in there and and to see that smile and and to see that attitude, and that's been a big pick-me-up for this hockey team, for the players, for the coaches. I talked to Craig Berube, and I said, man, what's it like to just be able to look down and you see 91? He goes, oh, my goodness. He goes, it's so nice to have him back out there. He goes, but it's great to just hear him on the bench talking hockey with his teammates. And I, I, I think it's it's fantastic. It's a good start, and, and I don't. And we haven't even seen him shake off the dust yet. Curves, we haven't spoken to you since the Blues and Jordan Bennington agreed to a six-year, thirty-six million-dollar contract extension. What did you think of the deal? Uh, I thought one. I was thrilled to hear that it got done, um, and, and there, there was nothing. I, I guess I, I look at it this way, Michelle. Like, there's you don't have anybody else. Right, <laughs> you're not going to turn. You're not going to turn this team over in, in the championship window to Billy Huso right now. You know, you don't have you don't have the Vasilevsky behind the Ben Bishop like Tampa Bay did when, when they when they went that direction. Right, you don't have the you don't have the Crawford behind Anthony Niemi like Chicago did when when they won the cup and Niemi after winning the cup left and then and then Crawford ends up winning the next two. Right, that that you don't have that right now. So one, this had to get done. Two, you gotta love the fact that it's a it's a very good deal in today's climate for Jordan Bennington, but also turns out to be a very good deal for the St. Louis Blues. I mean, considering that he's getting paid four million dollars less than you know less than Carey Price, who who does hasn't been anywhere near as consistent as Jordan Bennington has been in the last three years, right? Uh, the same thing with in Florida with Bobrovsky. And, and once again, the amazing part about this is Doug Armstrong signs a deal that's going to allow him to keep Jaden Schwartz and some other guys. Like, it's just a – I scratch my head. It's either the attitude of these players or the culture of the team. I'm, I'm not exactly sure because we haven't been able to get into the room to really talk with guys at, at a level on this. But, I mean, you, you don't – we're looking at the L.A. Kings, right? Or you're looking, you look at the San Jose Sharks. And between Carlson and eleven and a half million, Burns at eight, you know, and and what they've got up front, they've got four or five guys that make up forty one million dollars of their salary cap, half their salary cap. 
the St. Louis Blues have won a Stanley Cup. You're talking about the ability of Ryan O'Reilly and, and Vladimir Tarasenko and Colton Pareko and, and Jordan Bennington. They don't have a guy making over seven and a half million bucks. It's it's really phenomenal what the Blues have been able to do here. And the fact that Jordan Bennington saw this, realized it, his agent was very realistic about the climate and the flat cap and where things are. Well, what a terrific deal for, for both sides, and, and I'm thrilled that they were able to get it done. And, Curbs, it was really interesting to me on Thursday night. Here's a guy who we know is just a flat-lying guy who's not highly emotional, but uh, I got the sense, tell me if you did the, the got the sense too, that he's kind of built up an attachment to the community here. As uh, Michelle, you're is from St. Louis. I'm from St. Louis. Emily Curbs, you're you grew up here and you're from St. Louis too. It's I got the sense that this is really where this is the city where Bennington wanted to be. You know, I, I always felt I felt with David Backus and with Alex Petrangelo that. The, the business side was going to be there. And then, so when they left, I wasn't surprised with either one of them. And don't, don't misunderstand me. That's not knocking those guys for doing it. But there, there was just that, I, I didn't feel like there was that emotional tie to this because eventually the business side was going to have to win out with those guys and, and where they were and where the team were. And, and, and that's okay. I mean, and I, and I sincerely mean that that's okay. I'm, I'm not knocking those guys on that side of it. It was really cool when, I don't know whether it was Jim Thomas or Tom Timmerman uh, that asked the question. And his, his response, because, you know, Jordan's probably thinking in his head, hey, I want to, okay, how, how am I going to equip these guys right now, right? And, and in the end, he ended up going with a very, you know, personal response of I got in the car, I drove, I looked at Enterprise Center. I mean, my, my favorite quote of that whole response might have been, you know, I, I looked at Hooters and TGIF, and I just started <laughs> laughing. Right? I mean, I like, how that one has doesn't end up on a shirt, I don't know, but uh, you know, and and but he reflected to the time that he was going even during the the prospect camps to the ball games and stuff, and um, and he he also referred, and I didn't know he did this. He he, he kept referring to his notebook uh, of things that he would write down, and and I can't wait to talk to him more about that. Like like what else is in that notebook? But yeah, he was very reflective, and there was there was a sense of loyalty there, and what what. What it showed to me was he had to have a chip on his shoulder for a little while just to get up here because he kept getting, you know, shuffled around in the depth chart, right? And and I asked him about this, and he said, yes, I did. He's gotten past that chip on the shoulder to take a stance now where it's, hey, man, this is my team and my city, and I'm going to make things happen. And and you got to absolutely love, if you're a Blues fan, the loyalty and the passion that he has right now for our city, for his team, and, and for what he's done. And, and, I, and I couldn't be thrilled more that, that we've got him wrapped up for the next six years. I, it's just awesome. This is, he's the best goaltender that the Blues have had since I've been here. Um, you know, and, and from a consistency standpoint and have his team in every single game standpoint, we've seen guys with many legacy had an all-star half season was an all-star. Chris Mason put together in 2009 one of the greatest half-season runs in the history of the game until what Bennington did in 2019. You had some really good runs with Brent Johnson and Roman Turk and, and all, some of the guys before. But, man, from a consistency standpoint, just all around keep your team in almost every single game. He's the best goaltender the Blues have had since I've been here, and, and, and it's fun to watch. Curbs, I got an email from a longtime fan yesterday who was really upset that Berube didn't start 
Bennington in back-to-back games. What was your thought with Huso going against Vegas on Saturday? I really thought that they were going to start Bennington in back-to-back games. I did. Um, I was surprised that they didn't in this case. Uh, me personally, I wanted to see him start that game. I, at some point, I, they're, they're they're keeping him fresh. They, they know the battle that's ahead. They know the road trip that was coming and how important that's going to be. I still wanted to see him play in back-to-back games, but David Alexander is a fantastic goaltending coach. He does not get enough credit and notoriety. Um, you know, he he may not have the the same name recognition as the Alaires and some of the you know the Sean Burks and stuff. But I'm telling you right now, the Blues have a savant in 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 David Alexander. So I trust him completely when when they did it. Look, the night before it was you know Jordan faced 40 shots, but. Sometimes you could face 40 shots and it's not a heavy workload in the game. That was a heavy workload in that game, uh, that first game against Vegas. And so even if they were thinking, and I know earlier in the week, they were definitely, you know, the plan and the thought process was to play Jordan in those back-to-back games. I think because of what happened in that first game and the workload of that first game, they decided to go the other way, and I'm cool with it. But you will see at some point in time here, especially because – because of the, the games in hand that these other teams have, the Blues are going to drop down to fourth in the division, um, and and they've got this small more window before they end up really against in the long run against the heavyweights of Colorado, Minnesota, and Vegas for the, the final 20 games. Uh, you're going to need Jordan some from time to time in some back-to-back games. Uh, Billy Huso is a good goaltender, but he's still cutting his teeth and, and isn't there yet, and, and Jordan's going to have to do that, so... Maybe they felt, hey, we're just midway, let's go with it. But at some point, you're going to see him do this, and they're going to need him to do it. And they're going to need him to be very good when they when he does play back-to-back. Curbs, thank you, sir. We'll be tuned in tonight. Looking forward to the Blues and the Kings. Yeah, let's hope. I mean, shoot, we got a scenario where L.A. couldn't get out of Denver last night. Oh, really? Because of the snowstorm. So, yeah, so L.A. didn't fly. The Blues went to, flew out last night to Los Angeles. They got there. But the Kings were not able to fly out of Denver because of the snowstorm. So we're still waiting to find out and make sure they can get home today to play the game. Yeah, really? Uh, that's interesting. It's, it's always something these days in, in sports. Oh, it's, yeah. <laughs> Have a great day. It's like you would, you, it would figure, right, in the year of COVID, we might as well have snow socky in, too, on top of it. But Exactly. All right, guys. Have a terrific night, and hopefully we got a Blues game tonight. Yeah, no doubt. Thanks, Curbs. Chris Kerber, Voice of the Blues on 101 ESPN. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. The college football playoff committee made their decision on Sunday, and as much as I loathe the idea of Ohio State losing their way into the college football playoff, I 100% agree with OSU making it in over Bama. Nick Saban citing some hypothetical point spreads to prove his point that the tie deserve a spot in the college football playoffs holds little substance when you consider Bama's best win is over Texas. No, the committee got it right. TCU had a great season with far more ranked wins than Bama and didn't deserve to lose their spot after playing a surging Kansas State in a championship game. And Ohio State, while not playing some of their best ball later in the season, was still 12-0 until they came face-to-face with my Wolverines. While the college football playoff system isn't nowhere near as good as it could be, it's better than what we had. And in a few years, it will be better for all of college football. Hi, this is Chris Howard, host of Plugged In with Chris Howard. Get the latest odds and trends for every professional and amateur league out there. From football to basketball to soccer and esports, we've got it all at BetOnline.net. And if you love sports podcasts, you can find those at BetOnline as well. And don't forget, BetOnline for the NHL, MMA, boxing, and golf. Head to the website today or use your mobile device to learn more. BetOnline, where the game starts. 
Want more ways to show your good side to the world? Donate plasma at a Griffles Center and join thousands of donors who are helping to save lives. Receive up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com.